Hello, 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 and welcome or welcome back to the Reality Whore Podcast with me, Anne-Claire Boublier, your favorite whore for reality TV. So guys, it's been like two weeks since I've recorded, and honestly, it's because um, New Jersey has been boring. Uh, Vanderpump Rule was okay, but I didn't feel like making an episode only with it, and that is until I saw the Watch What Happened Lives interview with um, Tom Schwartz. And also, until I listened to the Howie Mendel interview with Tom Sandoval, which was terrible. <laughs> it was kind of funny. It was kind of funny, I would say. So, yeah, that's what we're going to talk about. Because I didn't want to talk about Rugged. I might talk about Rugged in a new episode because uh, I haven't had time to watch it yet. Um, I haven't watched the episode where uh, apparently there is an issue with the class Azul that, um, anyway, with a bottle of alcohol. And I'm like, oh, really? Are they arguing about alcohol on Housewife? This is like so low class. And this is kind of why we don't want non-rich Housewife on the, in the Housewife, Housewife franchise because they kind of make the whole thing feels a little low budget. But anyway, we are here today to talk about that Watch What Happened Lives interview with uh, Tom Schwartz and also to talk about uh, the Howie Mendel episode and then I'll give some of my opinion on the last two episodes that aired because I did watch them, I did watch them. I just finished watching the episode of this week so it's all fresh in my head. So first and foremost, I would like to say Queen Ariana, yes, that girl is getting her coin. She had a lifetime lifetime movie. And uh, in the meantime, Tom and Raquel were in her house getting real uh, real like cozy, I'm sure. Having plenty of sex in her bed. But she was getting her coins. She was doing the damn thing. She has a lifetime movie, lifetime movie. She also it's going to be on the new season of um, Dancing with the Stars. Yes. So Ariana, after like getting out of this scandal, if you hear things popping on the table, I'm sorry, I'm doing my makeup. I don't really have a lot of time, but I really want to record a podcast episode. So I'm kind of doing it like the getaway, like while doing my makeup, as if I was filming a YouTube video. So you can, you might hear some things getting dropped on the table. So yeah, she is like, doing a thing she knows how to um milk a controversy <laughs> so that it can benefit her so i am so happy for her for that oh and she also has a line of dress revenge dress coming out and uh, i saw the i'm sure everyone saw the picture i'm gonna put it on the posts on instagram um the picture of her in that uh, gold dress oh she looks amazing and i'm so happy that now when women get shitted on they win and the men are losers yes that's it i'm so happy about that uh, also we have news that uh, raquel got um like she's in rehab apparently but now there are things coming out saying she's not really in rehab. She's in the five-star wellness uh, hotel. I don't know how to call it. A wellness resort, five-star, where she's petting animals. Apparently, it's the same one where uh, <laughs> Shannon and all the rest uh, went, where uh, Kelly Dodd bangs Shannon's uh, head 
while she had some like casserole <laughs> casserole <laughs> i'm sorry guys french english is not my first language so i'm gonna call it a casserole a casserole on her head and um i don't people are mad about it i'm not sure why are we mad that she's in a five-star wellness resort i kind of can understand why she has the whole world bashing her like i mean the new york Times and cnn were talking about that like she's she was unknown she was known as a little bambi eyed bitch in the bravo world and now worldwide she's known as the mistress it must be hard on your psyche it must be hard on your mental health so i'm very happy she's getting the help that she needs even if it's just to weather this um, this storm. And this way, next season, she can come back to VPR, well-rested, ready to fight Lala and the rest. Because, to be honest, guys, I kind of don't want her to be fired. Like, I know everyone, I know in the beginning I was like, fire them. But no, we can't fire them. We can't fire the Toms. We can't fire um, Raquel. Because what are they going to talk about next season? Because if she's not there... They won't be able to talk about her and even if they talk about her it's not going to be the same like we were not even sure that vpr was going to get a new new season and now for sure they get a new season and all that is thank thanks to those terrible human beings so as bad as it is i don't want them off the show so i'm hoping that she's getting the help she deserves and if she's with Tom in this five-star resort, because that's also like some blind item that came out. I don't know who. You know, you know, when it's called Twitter, sometimes I forget that I have a podcast and that I have to take notes so that I can say thank you to all those people and I forget. So if I if you listen to that podcast, which I doubt, the person that sent the blind item, blank item, the blind item, see? But English is not my first language. I'm sorry. Well, um, I hope you're not mad that i did not uh copyright you <laughs> anyway so let's talk about this watch what happened lives where they had uh, last week's one where they had the um, tom schwartz and tom schwartz is such an idiot like he came there thinking i don't know he came there because he was in his contract but he was so unprepared first of all bravo thank you you guys are smart you got him to come to the show to the show without tom sandoval and that's what we needed because frankly last time he was with on watch what happened live with tom sandoval he kind of deflected to tom every time he was asked a question you know he was looking at tom we already discussed that he was kind of check in with his buddy am i saying the wrong thing here am i saying the right thing am i following the script and there there was no script for him to follow and he got so confused into his answer he said that he learned about the affair in january well he said at first he didn't say the affair he said he learned about um a kiss then he heard about a one night stand and finally in august after Shina's wedding or at Shina's wedding, can't really remember, but it doesn't matter. After he kissed Rachel, Ra- 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 Rachel, <laughs> Rachel, no, <laughs> Rachel, um, he Sandoval told him what had happened and that he was in an affair with Rachel, and that's when he knew. 
So that changes a lot because before he said he learned very recently, but we know that in January he knew and that he didn't say anything to anyone. But and even if he was just a one night stand, you know, I don't know. I don't know what to think. All I know is that he admitted he lied. He got confused in his dates. And um, that was very funny the way he tried to, like, deflect all the questioning. And also, he said that Tom Sandoval had tried to break up with Ariana multiple times, but that she would not listen. And I'm sorry, guys, you can throw tomatoes at me. But after listening to that Awi Mendel interview with a podcast interview between uh, Awi Mendel, obviously, and uh, Sandoval, I kind of do believe that's the truth. Because, like, I kind of see where Ariana would be like, no, we can solve the issue. You don't need to leave me. We just need to be home together a lot more and you need to stop working. But don't leave me, please. Like, I love you. I froze my eggs for you. Like, don't do it. But even if he tried, like, I don't understand when, what that means when people say, I tried to break up with her, she would not get it. Because me, when I break up with someone, I don't try. I break up with them. I go, I say, hey, you're a great person. I love you. Or I don't love you anymore. Or you're a terrible person. Because sometimes they are shitty people. <laughs> but I don't love you anymore. I think we should part ways. And if that person does not, like... Uh, I don't know, like, he tried, but he didn't try that hard. Instead, he went and fucked Rachel. So even if he had tried to break up with uh, Ariana multiple times, that does not excuse the fact that he cheated on her with her friend for seven months. You know, I would have respected Tom a little bit more if he had cheated, if he had had that affair with someone else. I'm not saying that he should have had an affair. I'm just saying, if you really want to cheat, dude, like, don't cheat with my fucking friend. Like, don't cheat in the circle of friend. Like, I know that the Toms have a problem understanding, like, friendship. Like, because, obviously, he kissed, uh, Tom Schwartz kissed uh, Rachel while Tom Sandoval had an affair with Rachel. And Tom Sandoval was pushing Schwartz to kiss Rachel. So, obviously, those guys have no issue, like, banging the same woman. But us women often don't want our men banging our friends. So, guys, like, I would have respected that more. But, like, he tried. Tom Schwartz said that he tried. That Tom Sandoval told him that he tried to break up with Ariana multiple times. But she would not understand. She would always, like, try to make... To, 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 she would not accept the breakup. Okay. And then he said, after he kissed... <laughs> that part was... I was cracking up. Like... I was not cracking up only at that part. I was cracking up at the whole interview. Like, Schwartz was so uncomfortable. He was using those big words, but Andy was not letting him off the hook at all on the questioning. And then Tom Schwartz says, yeah, I kissed Rachel. And it's funny because right after I kissed her, she kind of smelled like, tasted like cigarette. Oh my God, I died when that man said, when that man said it. This, it is disgusting. I'm not saying it's not disgusting. It is so fucking funny. Like, you kiss a girl and you're like, mm, she tasted like cigarette. I'm wondering who she kissed before. Well, guess what? She kissed your best friend before that. Your best friend that has been pushing you to kiss that girl. I don't know why Schwartz is not mad at Sandoval for that. Because 
Then, not that no one forced Tom Schwartz to kiss Rachel, but you kind of, because that created such a big issue for Schwartz and Katie, because Katie was really against the fact that he kissed Rachel. And if my best friend is telling me, yeah, go kiss that girl, I'm thinking it's for my well-being. It's because he's like, no, you need to get up more. You don't need to listen to your bitch wife, whatever, whatever. If I'm short, I'm talking as if I'm short. I'm not saying anything. And then I learned that he made me kiss his mistress because he was afraid to be found out by his girlfriend. And I'm like, are you playing with my feelings? What would have happened if I was like, oh, I really like Rachel. I really want to try something with her. Would you have told me then that you were already freaking her so she was off limit? Or what? What? Anyway, this is ridiculous. And then Tom Schwartz in the end was like, he was kind of pretending during the whole interview that he was mad at Schwartz, that he was nodding on it. He really wanted to put that message out. But then he was trying, and he was trying not to defend Schwartz because he knows it's a bad rep especially for the restaurants because, as we know, people are crazy and are sending, like, death threats and are leaving terrible comments on Yelp. But then, at the end, once uh, Andy gave him an in on trying to protect Tom Sandoval, he grabbed it with the quickness. He was like, guys, like, everyone needs to calm down. The the vigilantes are getting out of control. Like, if you see Tom Schwartz, like, give him a hug. You know what he did is bad, but just give him a hug, you know? And I'm like, I'm not going to fucking hug Tom Sandoval if I see him in the street. Yeah, he was in Cabo, and, like, people were threatening to throw uh, drinks on him, and people were taking pictures of him. Well, at least people pay, give him attention, you know, because we could have put him into oblivion but obviously we would not because we are the bravo people and we love a good gossip but we could have so like no we're not gonna give him a hug and no you need to stop defending your buddy he knows what he did is wrong and we're gonna tell him until he dies that he is a fucking piece of beep exactly that is what we're gonna tell him so i'm done with the watch what happened lives and i would like to move on to giving a hug <laughs> of hatred to Tom Sandoval. So I'm going to talk about the Howie Mendel interview. If you haven't seen that interview, well, listen to it because I don't watch podcasts. I just listen to them. You guys need to go listen to it. It was kind of long. It was, but it was interesting. It was interesting as to see, because I always hated the way Tom Schwartz and Tom Sandoval speak. They use those grand words because, you know, they went to college and they majority in some bullshit whatever oh i should not say that on a podcast sorry guys i didn't mean that they majored into something that gave them all that like vocabulary and they're trying to use it they're trying to look smart but you guys aren't smart first of all if you were smart you would not have been caught you know okay okay and <laughs> and second of all you guys aren't smart you show us every day you aren't smart you're just on shrooms all day every day so you kind of sound deep but you are not deep Okay, so that interview, it's kind of hard to go through, you know, I was, I listened to it getting ready in the morning. So it really started me that day to, I started with a bunch of hatred in my heart. (laughs) 
but it was a great day that day. So you guys need to listen to that interview if you have it. But the interview starts with Sandoval telling us that he had a custom, that he has a cosmetic line, a men cosmetic line, not a makeup line. I'm sorry, because it's for men. It's not makeup. It's cosmetic. Okay. If it were for women, yes, I have a woman's makeup line. But since they're men, they cannot wear makeup. They wear cosmetic. I'm sorry. You know, first of all, right off the back, it pissed me off. But who knew that he had a cosmetic line? I didn't know. I had no idea. Like. I'm in shock. This is the first thing I learned about him. I don't know why I'm so hung up on that, but it really like, <laughs> it really like, I, I, I took note and that's my first note. My first note is Sandoval as a main cosmetic line, question mark, question mark, interation, uh, exclamation point. What the fuck? Yeah. What the hell? I never heard of that. I'm glad to know that he has one and now we'll never purchase from it because first of all, it's not makeup and I'm not a man and it's a main cosmetic line. Second of all, I do not support cheaters so yeah that's for one and then Schwartz continuing to the uh, Sandoval continues the interview saying that he is not mad at Schwartz for the watch what happened life thingy that Schwartz like needed to protect himself that he needed to go hard he did not go hard on you first of all Sandoval that he needed to go hard on him so that he could protect himself and like Sandoval put him in that mess, and now Schwartz is just trying to get out of that mess by any means possible. So I'm glad, I'm so relieved, so relieved to learn that the bromance between Tom and Tom is still going strong. After all, he can't be mad at Schwartz. He's so loving of Schwartz. Remember when his first apology was all about Tom and the and the the the, the the restaurant, he will never be mad at Schwartz. Schwartz is the person that he should have married. Instead of marrying Katie, Schwartz should have married Sandoval and vice versa. They should have bought a house together because those men love each other. Like, they really like sicken me. They love each other no matter what. And they're like, you're my, they are, you know, Ella likes to throw the word ride or die like at every sauce. But like, if you want to see the definition of a ride or die, Look at Schwartz, the way he's acting with Sandoval. Anyway, I'm done on my rock. <laughs> Throughout the whole interview, one of the points that were made by Schwartz, by Schwartz, I keep calling him Schwartz, by Sandoval and by Awi was that they are shocked by the proportion that the scandal has taken. They don't understand why such a dumping as a man cheated on his girlfriend that is not even his wife age let's not forget they're not married howie i'm coming for you next <laughs> don't worry uh, they're not married so why is the world in such a like why are we so interested well first of all i think it's not only because it's vpr or whatever like i think like us as a society are trying to are taking a turn like in the past like year like a bunch of known men have been outed for cheating on their wife and um like adam levine i don't know which ben is playing in maroon 5 coldplay whatever or maybe he doesn't play the band and i don't know who adam levine is but i know that when we learned that he cheated on his wife the whole band got cancelled he got fired of his band another man cheated on his wife same thing happened to him we made him lose his job PK cheated on Shakira and then he got a 
a deal with Casio and Casio's stock like like plummet it plummeted and so it's the same with the Ariana and Sandoval story I think that us as a society are done supporting morally corrupt men us women are taking the power back the power that was stolen from us and we are saying we don't want you guys in position of power we don't want you guys to be put in a position where you are on a pedestal on a pedestal come on pedestal on a well oh, i'm gonna need to stop and look for this word <laughs> So it was an easy word. It's pedestal. So if you didn't know, guys, in French, it's piedestal. Anyway, we don't want those men on a pedestal. We are tired. We are moving to a better society, to a society where everyone is accountable, even the rich and the famous. And if you cheat on your wife, we're not like, oh, that's what men do. No, that is not what men do. I am sorry. You are hurting my feeling. You are making me feel like a piece of shit. And we will not let that happen again. Because, oh, but boy will be boys. No, we will cancel you with the quickness. And this is what is happening with Sandoval. So it's not like, oh, why has it taken such big proportion? Because now, every time you're going to cheat on your wife, you're going to think about the fact that you're going to get canceled. We don't care who you are. We don't care if you are the lead singer of a very popular group or if you are just a has-been on a reality TV show. We are going to cancel you because we are tired of supporting morally corrupted men so that's the answer to why has that taken such big proportion it's because we are waking up and we are saying no more we are us women tired of being treated as second zone citizen and that is it so how we mendel all this time saying oh you were not even married to her yeah she would like i don't understand like that's that happens like you should not be crucified well Awi, you are an old man and you must have cheated on your wife multiple times. You are a has-been. And br breaking news, yes, we will crucify you if you cheat on your wife, if you are morally corrupted, if you do not fit in the new society that we're trying to build, we will fucking cancel you. So, yeah, that's my answer for Sandoval. I hope someone clips that out and send it to him. <laughs> Oh, I should never do that while I do my makeup because I'm so not concentrated. Anyway, so then Sandoval's like, yeah, I'm so like, like, it's sad because he works so hard on his integrity and his image and he can't believe this is happening. Okay, so if you work that hard on your integrity and your image, why did you cheat on your girlfriend? Like, ugh, this is so like, Oh, I worked so hard to be a good person and now I'm being crucified. Yeah, because you're not a good person. So even if you work on your integrity, where were your integrity when you were banging Rachel in your guest house, in the house that you bought with Ariana? Where was that? Nowhere. Like, really nowhere. And then he brings up the Lenny Ockstein line. He says he and Ariana were living separate lives. Ooh. I actually do believe that because for some time I was before the season picked up, but you know, I like to go on my reality TV stars um, Instagram page from time to time to just check on them. And I 
was wondering, did Ariana and Tom break up? Because I never see them together. Like, they haven't posted a picture together in a long time. Sandoval is always on tour, and Ariana is always at some event with her girlfriends and her gays, and Sandoval is never around. Well, I do believe that they were living separate lives. But like the same thing I said for Lenny, just divorce her. Just leave her. Do not cheat on her. This doesn't make any sense to me. And uh, it says that they were more of a brand than uh, boyfriend and girlfriend. They were more best friends and family and uh, that they had no intimacy. And that's kind of put him in a spiral where he ate 40 and he had all that, this brand, this house, this bar, but he didn't have anything else going on in his personal life. So he lost drive, lost drive, and he felt trapped at 40. So he basically is like, yeah, we were living separate life and I had a midlife crisis. So I needed the life, I needed to feel alive again. And when I kissed Rachel for the first time, it was such like, oh, I felt so alive. I felt like revival. It was the best thing that ever happened to me. Okay, so when you realize that the first time you kissed her, why didn't you go back to Ariana and tell her, I don't want to, to, to be with you anymore. Like, I'm sorry, but you don't make me feel alive. You don't make me feel great. Like, because then after it goes on to say that he tried to break up with Ariana, but I don't think that you told her those things. I don't think you told her you needed intimacy. I don't think you told her that you needed to feel alive and that this relationship was not working for you. Instead, because like, what are you gonna tell to your your boyfriend that's telling you, yeah, like my dick doesn't get hard anymore when I see you. You're like, okay, you're devastated. But you're like, okay, I didn't know it was that bad. Like, I guess I'll let you go. But no. Like, that's what he had so many opportunities to tell her. Like, the first time you kiss Rachel and you feel alive again and you feel all those emotions and you realize that you really don't want to be with your girlfriend anymore, well, then just tell her. Don't go on for seven months doing things behind her back, disrespecting her with her friend for seven months. Like, anyway, this interview was terrible on the PR plane, on the PR front. Because basically all he does is talk in circle for the whole interview. Like I feel like Howie and his daughter asked him maybe 10 times, is it true that you tried to break up with her? And he would just talk in cycle, cycle, not answering the question, like very facetious. And finally he said, yeah, they went to couples therapy. And then all of a sudden, and he wanted to break up with her in couples therapy. I'm like, um... That's not what couples therapy is for. Couples therapy is a last attempt to save your relationship, not some tool that you use to like <laughs> be a coward and break up with your girlfriend in like an environment that is like controlled. What? And then he says that he went to couples therapy with her because he wanted to break up with her. And that after couples therapy, after a couple of sessions, she started being nicer to him, being more attentionate, like asking him about his feeling. And he was like, what the hell, dude, we're broken up. And I'm like, uh, I'm sorry, but no, 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 no. Like, why are you mad that you brought that woman to couple therapy? She is acting better now. She is changing because well, duh, that's what couples therapy is for. And you're mad at her. Then she asked him to go fertilize her embryo. And he was like, we're broken up. I'm not sure this happened, you know? 
I'm not sure this happened. I don't think he was so forward with her because, first of all, he's a coward. So I'm pretty certain it was not that forward with her. But anyway, and then he said that finally he broke up with her on Valentine's Day. Oh, yeah, broke up with me on Valentine's Day. I'm going to be so happy. Like, and that she threatened self harm and then it goes on a rant to complain about Haryana threatening to self-harm and to quit the show if they broke up and apparently she called the showrunner to complain and he goes on this friend like no dude like all these people are exposing their life on the show and Ariana doesn't even want to go break up during the show and I was like like during all that breakup the only thing he could think about is the show and the other people and not even Ariana and like him exposing the fact I don't know if it's true I'm not gonna say it's false I'm not gonna say it's true him exposing the fact that she tried that she threatened self-harm if if they broke up it's just like we all knew that's what he was going to use as his excuse yeah she was too fragile I cheated on her in order to not like destroy her because she was in a serious destroyed uh, mental health state or whatever. And like him going that far of saying that she threatened self-harm, like it's really, and he goes on a rant, like he goes on a proper rant, like he's agitated when he's talking about that. And I'm like, uh, I was like so repulsed by it. Like, and then he says something even grosser. He said, apparently, Ariana heard the rumor, but she decided to turn a blind eye or trust me, I guess. Oh, you guess? Like, what? Now you're turning her. You say that she knew, but she turned a black eye, so she should not be that blindsided. So are you surprised that your girlfriend of nine years decides to trust you instead of trusting the rumor meal? Like, this is like are you surprised that your girlfriend is trusting you like what the hell like i don't understand because i did not trust him he would be upset that she did not trust him like this man anyway this interview was just a bunch of bullshit like it brought up a lot of things i i don't know the the, the my image of sandoval like his image in me, for me, got even grosser after this interview. And it was in a kind of safe environment for him to spew his venom because Awi, like, was like, oh, like, men cheat all the time, men cheat all the time. And the girl, his, his daughter, Awi's daughter, was so fucking useless. She kept saying, oh, no, but you should break up with her first. That's not how you do it. <laughs> like, no, but... <laughs> I'm kidding you, but she was just useless. And you could see that she was fangirling, so she didn't feel like holding Sandoval to his to what he said. Because um, well, the podcast, Awi is a friend of a friend of Sandoval. So of course, that was like a Sandoval propaganda. No one was against him, everyone was letting him talk in talk like those longer sentences that makes no sense. I'm kind of glad he did that interview. It allowed us to see what he actually thinks about about the affair. He was in a safe place, so he could say actually what he thought. And it's just disgusting. And yeah, 
uh, I, I, I can't wait to see what happens at the reunion. Like, seriously, it's going to be very interesting. Okay, so I'm done talking about Watch What Happened Live and done talking about uh, the Howie Mendel interview. So now we're going to jump straight into my recap slash review of um, the last episode of Vanderpump Rule. So the episode started back where it left with, uh, what's their name? Schwartz and Raquel kissing in the middle of the pool, like where everyone could see them and everyone cheering on. And like, then Schwartz is like, do you think that's uh, Do you think they're clapping for us? Yeah, you dumbass, you went there. Like, you did this on purpose. You went there on purpose in order for everyone to see you. And I'm pretty sure they really wanted Katie. He really wanted Katie to see because, like, as we know, Katie was at dinner <laughs> while that white party was happening. And he just wanted to make her jealous because she refused to trim his fucking armpit hair. <laughs> this is ridiculous when you say that out loud. See, that's how the the, the, the Schwartz is so fucking ridiculous. So he kissed Rachel. Then they went further and they kissed even more. But then the next day when they went to Abashi, Tom Schwartz was like, oh yeah, no, it was just a kiss. It was nothing. He even high-fived Rachel. And she was so dumbfounded. But because that's what it does. Rachel, you were dumbfounded because... You're not used to being treated like that, but that's what it does. It makes you feel like you're all important to him. That's what he did to Katie. And then he goes and kisses you, but he really didn't, he didn't kiss you because he liked you. He kissed you because you were there and he wanted to make Katie mad. And he succeeded because when Katie knew she was really hurt, she, 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 she... I feel actually bad for Katie because she did ask them not to do it. She was like, guys, you're going to hurt my feelings. She cried multiple times talking about it. She was like, I really want, don't want that to happen. If you guys have even 1% of respect for me, you're not going to let that happen because I asked you not to do it, please. And then they still did it. And then Trotz goes and like chase Katie around the resort on the wedding day and he goes sits down at her table and eats off food and then he tried to gaslight her into being like oh but it's just a kiss like you're a crazy woman like whatever whatever and she just read him for filth because that's what he deserved and she told him i think you're pathetic i think you're a drunk i think you're a loser get the fuck out of my face and i was like yes katie it's finally time for you to like be liberated from schwartz because katie was like oh i want to remain friend with him whatever whatever katie this man does not like you as his girlfriend as a human being as his wife as his ex-wife he does not rate you okay and you need to stop giving him power to like change your mood this man does not exist anymore and i'm so happy because we saw a sneak peek of next week's episode and she comes she picks up the dogs and she left she did not even try to start having a conversation with him he was trying to confide in him she was like oh yeah okay bye sounds rough bye oh and i was like stan katie i hope 
that this will lead to uh, being more likable on the show because i'm not gonna lie throughout the whole mexican the whole mexican time like show thingy i was still mad at katie because i was like why are you here and why are you showing up everywhere they are i know it's a cash trip you guys don't need to tell me that i know but i mean does she need to pull people from the show from the wedding to hang out with her like i didn't like this but you know now that she's rid of schwartz she's no she doesn't care anymore about that little man that coward that sweaty pig <laughs> well she might become a little bit more likable also i really like the fact that once the wedding was happening it was happening right under like christina kelly and katie's um balcony right outside like in the middle of the resort and christina kelly was really nice i was expecting her to be a little bitch but i feel like christina kelly well christina kelly and sheena are now friends because they went to a podcast together they like identify each other in the pictures when they are at events and uh so i do think they are friends and the fact that christina kelly came and apologized to sheena earlier this season about making fun of her it's pretty nice. Um, so I believe that Christina Kelly wanted to be at the wedding. She was just there to be supportive to Katie, but she was like to production by being so nice to the wedding. Like, hey, I don't need to only hang out with Katie. I'm also, I can't be cordial with everyone. I can't even be friend with everyone. I can't be friend with Sheena. Look, I find her wedding beautiful. And they were very nice even though katie said yeah every wedding is nice every wedding is beautiful i just don't like this one i can kind of understand because like her ex-husband had just kissed rachel after sheena had like kind of pushed them in each other's arm so i do understand but i was very happy that they were very complimentary to the the the, the wedding that sheena had because sheena's wedding oh my god she was beautiful and her baby summer moon was beautiful like i'm really happy for sheena that she is married to brock now that she has a little family that she is happy finally after all because ever since sheena has been on the show she's been looking for war for love for rob lol. she's been looking for love first he was shade and he was robbed and he was all those guys and she finally found someone that is not repulsed by her love language because she's very intense. She's a very intense person. And I'm actually very, very happy. Her wedding dress was beautiful. The bridesmaids looks beautiful. Brock is fucking hot, man. Like he's so fucking hot. Like I can't even. And I'm just happy. I don't know if it'll last forever because frankly, I'm of the belief that <laughs> Lala and Brock are going to have something, you know, something shady is going to happen in, uh, where did they buy, it, buy their house? Palm Spring or Santa Maria or something like that. I believe something is going to happen. Like five years to now, from now, something is going to come out, you know. But uh, no, I I'm actually very happy. The wedding was beautiful. And um, 
yeah i think i want to end my episode on that because i don't really have much more to say i really wanted to talk mostly about katie and about what was happening live in the how we mental episode um you can find me a little later this week with a love is blind um one episode review i'm gonna do a review like give my opinion on that and then uh saturday we'll have a full recap of uh, summer house new jersey and a vendor pump rule and maybe rugat if i catch up because i'm like three episodes behind so yeah thank you guys if you like this episode please give it a five star review follow me on instagram at underscore reality hall and on twitter at reality hall pod thank you very much and see you later bye